1: Come on, y'all can do better than that. I mean, yeah. not for me, it's for them. Hallelujah. I, I, you know, I was just gonna come up here and say amen because y'all pretty much done preached in this place on today. Everybody had a word of encouragement. Everybody had a word today. You hear know what I'm saying? Everybody had a word. And I'm just so grateful. Um, I was um sitting. And I was thinking about something and, and the Lord said, you know, we always praying to when, when preachers or people get up here, they always say Holy Spirit, come on down. But in the Bible it says the Holy Spirit is already in you. So today I'm just going to pray for the power of the Lord to lift up the Spirit in me. Amen? Because there's something about the power That the Lord has. I said there's something about the power that the Lord has. And He He gives it to you. Are you willing to accept it? I said, are you willing to accept it? Today, 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 today. I mean, Sister K I mean ever since I walked in this place, even I I I done heard so much that that come that's coming from what I want to speak on. So that's why I say all I wanted to do is say amen and go sit back down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, the scripture that I wanted to use was, it's from Luke 4 and 4. And it says, Man can't live by bread alone, but every word that proceeded out the word of the mouth of the Lord. Amen. Amen. And, and I I was I, as I was thinking about this, I said, Lord, no, okay, where can I go with that? First, I had to understand what he was talking about. What he was talking about is, man, love to live by this worldly stuff out right here. But you can't make it with this worldly stuff. The only way that you can make it is by God's hand on you, by his word. Amen? Amen. Then I came up with something else because I was looking... Through Facebook, and I get uh, a lot of stuff from there. Sometimes, sometimes it be a lot of crap, but most of the time, you know, I could find some good. I see my nephew preaching. But this one guy I used to work with. He posted something on his page, and he says three C's of life. One of the C's is choices. The other one is chances, and the other one is change. Choices is an act of selecting or making a decision when you're faced with two or more possibilities. Now, I wanted to talk about a few people in the Bible that was faced with a lot of choices because we talk about us all the time. But by talking about these people, I want you to realize that was an example for you okay. right. so that you will be able to walk more, what's the word, Certain. That is yes. yes. Whatever, Y'all know I ain't with these big words, but that you know those words come. But that means like if you see an example, you supposed to live by that example, especially as it's in the Word of God. Amen? Okay, one of the men I want to talk about, I, I, I might not even go according to what I got written down because right now I'm so excited about what God has given me. That I don't even know if I can sustain what he wants me to take. But I do know one thing. We're, we're going to start from the book of Genesis. And this ain't even in my notes, but I thank you, Lord, because you know how you want this spoken today. I'm going to step down here for a minute because I want y'all to hear me. We're going to start in the book of Genesis and we're going to talk about Adam and Eve. Amen. We're going to I'm going to stay close, Pastor. I know no, no, no. You fine? You fine? Look, we're going to talk about Adam and Eve. God had uh he, he, he brought Adam into the world and he put him in a garden where he had everything that he he could ask for. And it was one thing that he told him not to mess with. And then he gave him a wife. And this wife went about in, this, in the garden of Eden and she found something that looked so good. It looked so good because I don't know what? It's something about our husband and it's something about our wives if there's men in here married, I know you are. It's something about it. You know, if one gets something and he want to share it with you, what you going to do? Are you going to tell him, nah, I don't want that? Or are you going to tell her, nah, baby, you go ahead on. You go there. But see, the choice in that was Eve got the fruit. And she gave it to Adam. But Adam was given the command not to eat of that tree. And he did So he made a bad choice. He made a bad choice. And so after doing that, the Lord says, hey, boy, what you done done? He's like, I ain't did nothing. He said, well, why you hiding? See, because when you do something negative, you hide. You know, you find out that you done been exposed, that you naked, like Adam was. About being exposed. In your exposure, God can make a change in you. Come on. So I don't know how many of you are sitting here today that's worried about being exposed. If Adam was exposed, it was all for purposes and a reason. Because you, if you, if you pay attention to what I'm saying, this was at the beginning. Now let's move on. Let's talk about uh Cain and Abel. Okay, I hope I don't get them mixed up I know y'all correct me if I do because okay. Cain killed his brother Abel. Am I right? right, right. Okay, I'm on the right track. No, thank you Jesus. <laughs> Cain killed his brother Abel because God looked at the sacrifice that he gave. He, he, he blessed it. He, he loved it and all his brother had to do was listen to what was being said and he could have been blessed. Yes. But he went out and he he, he, he got his brother out there and he killed him. Of course, I'm making everything short because I got a couple of people i want to talk about. So he took him out there and he killed him. And the Lord said, what have you done? He's like, nothing. I ain't done nothing. That's that's I ain't did nothing. I, nothin'. I ain't said that. I ain't. Woo-woo-woo. But he said, he said I, I, what you talking about, Lord? But the Lord knew right away that he had killed his brother, just like he know right away when we ain't doing something right, when we out of his will. But the thing of it is, the Lord would have blessed him if he just would have paid attention and, and changed up his sacrifice. But through all the stuff that he done, this the uh through everything that he done, he messed up what he was good at because. The Lord said, no more. Ain't nothing you plant going to prosper. So you got to pay attention to what you're planting. You got to pay attention of um, how things prosper when God give it to you. But when somebody else take it from you, I mean, it's on them. Amen? Okay, let's let's go to the next one. Let me see. Let's go to the next one. And, and, and this one was big to me. Jonah. Jonah was a reluctant prophet. He was called to do a work in Nineveh. And God wanted him to preach repentance, I think it was. He wanted him to talk about repentance. He wanted to pull them, the people out of the mess that they was in. But he wanted Jonah to do it. And guess what Jonah did? Jonah said, man, I don't think A ram in the bush. Because I'm going to tell you this here, even though Jonah ran, he went through some situations, some storms and stuff, which landed him in the belly of a, a fish, as they say in the Bible. And some people said, well, whatever it was, it landed him in a situation. And in the situation, guess what he had to do? He had to start praying to God. And guess what? God was so loving and kind, and he gave him another chance. See, that's what God do. Even though you fall, you're not utterly cast out. God gives you chance after chance to get it right. But I'm going to tell you something. When you ain't doing it right, you're going to go through some storms. You're going to go through some storms. And the only way that you can get out is through the grace of God. Hallelujah. Let's see who this next man is. Now, this dude right here, I I just like, whoo, Lord. Lord. I know through Jonah i learned running is not an option. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, let's talk about Joe. Now, Joe lost a lot of stuff. Joe was a patient man. He lost his property. He lost his children. He lost everything that he had. And he had some old crazy friends too. At the beginning, see, they sit there and they say, well, you know, we just will to sit here. We ain't no Satan. We just gonna be here for him. And then all of a sudden they start talking crazy. Even his wife started acting like all stupid. And she told him what he needed to do. And he looked at her and said, Who are you, you foolish woman? You can't be my wife. Is that what we need to start telling some people when they start talking foolish? What? Uh, you can't know me. You don't know Miss Katie. I'm uh-uh. on. But one thing about that, you know, Job never, he never gave up on God. He prayed, he prayed. Did you notice that in every subject that I talk about, a lot of people pray because they couldn't take it. His health was strained. He he went through so much. But see, that's what God do. He allow, when you're off track, he allows allow some stuff to happen to bring you back to where you need to be at. But with Job, see, Job wasn't doing nothing wrong that I know of, that i read. He wasn't doing nothing wrong. Uh... Satan came, the tempter came, and he wanted to, he wanted, you know, he wanted to throw a monkey wrench in the game, so God said, he'll never turn on me, and he didn't, he went through hell, but guess what, he didn't turn on God, we go through hell, don't you turn your back on God, because that's where your strength comes from. If I was a dude and the angel came and told me that my girl was gonna be pregnant and she hadn't eaten, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, you got me mixed up.
0: And she turned out
1: pregnant, but the Lord tell you that you you know through this pregnancy. This is the seed of Jesus, some kind of way it falls in, where Jesus come out this line, right? Am I wrong? Now, tell me if I'm wrong, because I don't like to be wrong. If I'm wrong, correct me. So, anyway, you know, we look, you know, Joseph was looking at the little thing. He wasn't looking at this great thing that was about to happen to his his wife and his girlfriend, whoever she was, pregnant. What was going to come from this pregnancy? But from this pregnancy came another great man. Y'all hear what I'm saying? From this pregnancy came another great man. And and Joseph just moved right along with it. He's like, okay, I'm I'm down with it. You know, I'm going to do what to do. You know, Lord, okay, if this is what you want, this is what I'm going to do. And he was there for her. He, he, you know, and and, and Jesus wasn't born in no, no elaborate hospital or nothing like that. He was born in a manger. But through all the stuff... That these men went through, God was there. Yeah. God was there. And they didn't know they were being tested. See, we all be tested because through testing comes perseverance. Mm-hmm. And through perseverance, we learn a lot. You know, we talked about being in the wilderness. When you're in the wilderness, that's when you start really looking at yourself and looking at the things that God is trying to lead you into. Because sometimes you have to be down in the wilderness to be lifted up, to be strengthened, to be brought into the life of God. Because as long as we walk this this green earth and we're looking at what the world is doing, guess what? Somebody is going to veer to the left when he says stay to the right. And ain't nothing wrong with we was born and shaped, we were, we were shaped to the nigga and born and sin. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's what we were. So, you know, it's a lot to stay on track, amen? Mm-hmm. I think I got one more y'all, and, and you know, we're going to, we're going to wrap this up. What's that dude's name? Let me see. Uh, what's his name? I think it was Abraham. <laughs> I think his name was Abraham was called the father of faithful. He was obedient. He was unselfish. He gave up the first choice of the land to Lot. Yeah. And Lot was a worldly-minded person. Yeah. 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 Man, what if God gave you something and you say, well, you ain't no give. You want to hold on to it. Because right now, we, that's what we're doing now. We want to hold on to what God is telling us to give to somebody else. And, yeah. and you're holding on to it. You don't want to give it to them, but the Lord is saying, give it to them. He had a lot of courage. He was wonderful in his faith. But man, when I think about this Jew, I was just like, he trusted in God and everything. He, I don't know if he was the one. I don't know if y'all didn't write it down, but y'all, y'all correct me later. But one of these guys I was talking about, he had to leave his family, leave his house, he had to leave everything behind. Okay, that's my boy. He had to leave everything behind. He God told him to move, and he's like, "Okay, Lord, I trust you." He didn't say, "What? Leave? I can't. They they can't eat. They can't. They can't do this here." Or you know, I'm the man of this house. He said, "Okay, Lord, whatever you want me to do." He followed what the Lord wanted him to do, and he he went through a lot of stuff. But through everything that he went through. God blessed him as he went. Because he was obedient. He was faithful. He followed every guideline that God wanted him to follow. Now, if he made any mistakes, I didn't see it. But, I mean, you know, I'm just basing it off what I've read. But one good thing about it is that that really made Abraham stand out to me. That The Lord had blessed him and his wife with a son. Mm -hmm. And... When the time came, that's when the big test came. Yeah. A big test. You know, we can't even stand a little test. Okay. But the big test came. And the Lord said, oh, okay, it's time. So guess what he had to do? He had to give his son back to the Lord. What the God had gave him, he had, it, it was time now for him to give it back. But it was a test. Mm-hmm. And through that test, the Lord found out how faithful and how obedient he was. Yeah. And just when he, he had untied him up and laid him on the slab, he was finna take him out. He, had, now he was finna do him in. And the Lord said, ah, oh, stop. And he <laughs> seemed that he was willing and able to give his son back to him. So the Lord says, all is well, my faithful servant. So what I want to say to you all today is that God is in control of your life, whether you see it or not. God has the option to allow things to happen in your life. If you're not on track, he'll get you on track. Now, however long you wish to take, that's up to you. Once God starts telling you, you need to change this and you need to do this, just don't only do it. It'll save you some honey. It'll save you something. Because I tell you one thing, it'll definitely save your life. Jesus went through too much for us, y'all. Jesus died on the cross. He took upon all our sin. And he's the greatest man out of all these. One thing I know that, you know, when it was time for him to go to the cross, he had to, he had to went through everything that man could go to on earth he took all that upon him when he went to the cross and all he asked us to do is to love one another and just treat each other with kindness and one of the things in the bible says we must put on the whole armor of God. you can't put on part of you you got to put on the whole armor because in this world there's great spirits that will attack you left and right, yeah. from head to toe, yeah. from elbow to elbow. Yeah. Now my thing of it is, is when Jesus went to the cross, he's like, oh my God. He thought the Lord had forsaken him. But he knew what he had to do to bring about change in the world. The chance that he had to do it He didn't want to do it, but then he said, if it's your will, Lord, let your will be done. And that is so. So, when the Lord went on the cross and he did all these terrible things to him, they had some more people on the side of him. And guess what? In the midst of everything that he was going to do, he forgave. He forgave. He showed love and kindness. So all I'm asking you today to do is show a little love and kindness. Because life is not promised. It's not. We can walk out of here. And we say it all the time. We can walk out of here. Anything can happen. But if you got a job to do for the Lord, find yourself doing it. Because it's very important. Not only for you, but for others. If God didn't call you, then you ain't got no business sitting here. Because if you ain't going to do his work, you might as well be out there in the world with the other people. Because our job is to bring them in. But before you can bring them in, you have to realize what your job is. How do I do this? And the only way that you can do it is through the grace of God. Because his mercy endures forever. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to read this and I'm going to be done. I was, my three words choices, chances, and change. I mean, choices, chances, changes. You must make the choice to take a chance if you want anything in life to change. So, what will you do today? Will you make a choice to change? Heavenly Father, I just thank you for this word on today, oh Lord God. I pray that it reached the heart that it was meant for, oh Lord God. Oh Lord God, I thank you for every word that you have given me, oh Father God. I thank you for the audience that was listening, oh Father God. I just thank you so much, oh Lord God, that you can use all rich like me. Yeah. But Father God, because there's no good thing in me but you. And as I continue to try to understand and learn more of your word Oh Father God,
0: I ask that you Hello, this is Pastor Jay with Walking Truth Radio Podcast, and I want to invite all those within the St. Louis metropolitan area and around the world to come worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m., at the Universal Church of Jesus Christ building, located at 2301 Wallace Avenue, Overland, Missouri, 63114. We also have our Rescue Addiction Recovery Program on Mondays from 7 p.m. until 8 p.m. Our Bible studies are held every Tuesday at 11 a.m. and 7 p.m. You can also catch us, follow us, and subscribe to us on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. Please come out and join us, follow us, follow our podcast. But most of all, get saved, sanctified, and full of the Holy Ghost. And always remember, walk in truth. And if you'd like to contact me by email, you can do so by going to walkintruthministries at yahoo.com or W I T M I N at yahoo.com. Thank you and bless you and we look forward to worshiping and fellowshipping with you. Peace.